The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Oh, go figure. Look at that. It's the Financial Guys radio program. What the heck is that? It's Glenn Wiggle. Oh, my gosh. And Mike Lomas. Oh, would you look at that? Look at that. Look at that. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free 1-800-616-WBEN and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Good <laughs> evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Financial Guy Show. Uh, I want to thank Mike and Glenn for inviting us in. It's uh, Russ Thompson sitting right beside me. He's Dave DiPietro. Hello. And uh, on his way in is uh, Carl Palladino. So we're, it's, it's been a while since we've been here. And uh, there's just so much going on. I mean, it's just like unbel- it's never ending every day. Exactly. You know? And uh, a couple of the, I want to hit two things before I, before I get into anything, really. I've been listening to the traffic reports every single day. All right, and every day they complain about the South Niagara Bridge. Traffic is backing up way onto the the 290 and this and that. And and a lot of people are blaming the cashless tolls. Well, it was the same when we had tolls, all right? Here's the problem, and and people just don't want to face the fact. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there, they came out with a report on on most of the bridges in New York State, how deplorable they were, the conditioning and the thing about the South Grand Island Bridge is is mainly the South Bridge. It's functionally obsolete, meaning it's safe, but meaning it just can't handle the traffic. The traffic that goes over the South Grand Island Bridge on a, in the morning and in the afternoon is just ungodly. If you try to leave the island uh, it, between like 7 and 7.30 in the morning, you're backed up on a Grand Island Boulevard. You're backed up onto the, onto the 190. It needs another lane. Will they ever put another lane on it? I doubt it. They're taking too much of the money that's being in with the tolls, and they're putting it in the general fund in Albany, and they're spending it. It doesn't get reinvested back in. So the cashless tolls, great. It's made the flat traffic flow a little bit better, but you're still paying the damn tolls. All right, you're still paying the tolls. I was not a fan of them from the beginning. They should have been taken down. They should have been taken down in 1963, 19. I'm not going to go through it again. 1996, it all should have gone down. But we got them. We got them. So until they actually do something about the South Grand Island Bridge, add another lane, put another bridge in the middle, whatever, the traffic is going to be bad, and especially bad in the summertime when you got Fantasy Island is open. Now you got the casinos, you got Art Park, everybody traveling over Grand Island to be able to get up to the north. It's just going to stay bad. So that's the way of life in 
It's not the cashless tolls. It's not it, whatever. Nope. It's it's the volume of traffic that travels across the South Grand Island Bridge on a daily basis. So that the other thing is, I was driving in, and have you ever heard of the group Reclaim Niagara? Nope. Neither had I. There's a big protest on the Robert Moses Reclaim Niagara. How big? Oh, I'd say probably for around here. 50, 80 people standing around holding signs as you as you enter into the, into the well, Robert Moses. There, well, there were that many people at your birthday party, Russ, so. Oh, there was more than that on my birthday yeah, party. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best birthday party I ever. <laughs> Jewel, Jewel got me on that. She really is. She she surprised me, and I thought I was going mm-hmm. out to dinner with my kids. That was my 60th. I don't want to tell you how many years ago that was, but that was my 60th. And uh, I walked into the Shannon Pub, wall-to-wall people. It's like, this is not just my kids. My kids were there, but, man, everybody else. But it says right here, it says, Reclaim Niagara is a growing movement of citizens dedicated to exposing the injustices faced by Niagara Falls due to the exploitation of our resources by these public authorities and state entities. That statement right there, I can agree with, because if you've seen what they've done to, uh, and, and it's not just Niagara Falls, it's basically state parks throughout the whole state. you got these uh, signs that have been put up now, and they're directing everybody toward the parks and not to the, to the communities itself. So it's hurting the businesses all the way around it to begin with. And then, of course, you got the uh, signs that Cuomo put up. All across the state, that what cost eighteen million dollars, something like that. And uh, but I'd like to check into them a little bit more. And uh, Jewel said she sent, she signed the petition, so she's. I guess the protests are having a little bit of good. I don't know, so I'll have to look into it and find out what's going on. But anyway, what are you up to? We're going to need an Albany update from you. I know that. I see a stack of papers that you got. I wore your shirt the other day. Did you? Yeah, DPHO, Second Amendment. I love it. Tis the season. Oh, yeah. And I, I also got, uh, because we haven't been on it quite a while, I've got uh, three pages right here of the new groups that have started because of the demise of Scope. And uh, Yeah, that's a shame. Scope uh, just belly upped, went belly up. The, well, new, the new leadership is just... Uh, Really, uh, just lost everybody. So it's, it it's everybody's the, everybody's taken off and splintering yeah. off. And it was once the premier Second Amendment group in New York State, well respected throughout the state. Now it's a laughing stock because of the way it's been completely hijacked. Well, I can tell you that that's the truth. Uh, in Albany, a couple of years ago, you would have uh, when uh, the uh, scope would come up there. They 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 had an audience. Oh yeah, and people listened to them and and. People were very respective yeah, of them. They had, they had lobbying day. They lobby day, and and the, but it was a, it was a respected group up in Albany, and now no one no one meets with them, and no one will. Uh, and, and when I'm on the floor, if they hear about it, they it's it's becoming a running joke, unfortunately, because they they don't have any respect. The elected officials up there, are like I'm not doing anything for scope because they don't they're 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 done. They put yeah. a fork in them, and and it's unfortunate, but that's where we're at, and. That's just the way it is in Albany with the elected officials. I mean, they're very keen on who's important and who's not. Right. And they don't no longer, you know, I, I was the champion for Scope Up in New York State oh, for I five years. Were. I used well, to pass at- out their pins. I started a bunch of new chapters over on the east part, eastern part of the state, helped uh, 
uh, back in the day, and now it's uh, yeah, it's, it's now it's now it's just it's falling apart, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, when the when the Safe Act was passed, um, Scope grew to I think close to fifty chapters across the state. I don't know what they're down to now, but seeing that we're on it, I'll just mention this. Now the Niagara County group. Um, has been together for a long time. They were part of Scope. It's the original people, and they uh, they started it. They basically renamed their group. It's called the Second Amendment Forever. Mm-hmm. So S A F E for safe, and uh, it's it's run by a great bunch of guys. I've uh, went and spoken to that yeah. organization a couple of times. Carl has been there. Uh, Bellavia has been there speaking, but it's the Second Amendment Forever was isn't has just incorporated in Niagara County to defend the right to keep and bear arms for Niagara County residents. They call upon Niagara County gun owners and constitutional freedom lovers to join their cause. Uh, membership applications being distributed and uh, the public meetings are at the Wilson Conservation Club at 7 p.m. Um, what is that? Uh, I don't think, I don't have the day. It's every it's month. A, it's the third Tuesday. Ed, Something if you're like listening, uh, feel free to give me a call or text me exactly when you guys meet. And so I can I can announce it. Um, then we have the the new one that started up, and all these all these are put together by the same people that were were Erie and Niagara County scope, and and or uh, other counties. Other also. county, yeah, absolutely, other counties. So it's it's regrouped, and the same mm-hmm. people that were that were within scope, and 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 here's Carly just walked in, and um, did you bring Duke? No, uh, uh, Duke uh, wanted to take a vacation day. And no, no green beans. And he wanted to get some sun, you know. So that's, then he's <laughs> mad at me because he can't find his sunglasses. Well, you got yeah. the Family Leave Act. you got to pay him. So. Working on his tan. <laughs> but anyway, so now you got the, uh, the, other, the other group that was put together. Is called, it's, a, it's actually a political action committee. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, it's a, the 1791 Society. Right. And people say, why the 1791 Society? It's because that was when the Bill of Rights was ratified and adopted. So, I mean, that's it's, it couldn't be more. As soon as they told me what it was, it couldn't be more perfect. Matter of fact, Carl and I spoke, and Ralph Larigo spoke at their uh, their very first meeting. They meet down in uh, on, on um, South Park. And let me see, what does he got right here? He says, uh, we're, we are the former Erie County Scope chapter. We do not, we are not the current Erie County Scope. We're a group who walked away. From the corruption, which is which is scope NY, so there's there's a lot going on, and um, I got if anybody is out there, you got my Facebook page, or uh, just Russ Thompson on Facebook. I've got all this information on my page, and they all have pages. The other group that's out there is um, it's the for the Erie County group is uh, the uh, W WNY two A, and they and they meet. I'll get all these facts together before the end of the show. I'll, I'll pump it all out, the exact names of the groups of where they meet and when they meet. So if anybody wants to get on board with them, I, I, I hope they do, because the fight in sec- for the Second Amendment in New York is just not going away. So now that Carl got in, we'll let him get comfortable. We'll take a quick break. And as soon as we get back, well, I think we're probably going to go to Dave for an Albany update because he's got his head buried in these papers right now. So we'll be right back, folks. Welcome back. You know when they first came out with that that uh, that music, 
It's like, oh my God, that's just going to drill a hole in my head. And I couldn't get it out of my head. But you know what? It's kind of, um, I kind of like it now. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever say that, but I kind of like it. I, I even finish off and right on the money I, every time it goes on. But we are filling in for the financial guys, Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, Dave DiPietro. Uh, if you need the financial guys, some of the best guys I know, and they're just growing and growing and growing, uh, give them a call at the office at 633-1515. And I know Carl was on uh, their debut show, which is now on Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Channel 7. Right, Carl? Yep. Yeah. You were the you were the first guest? Yeah, they, they, uh, they show it uh, twice. I think once on Sunday morning or... Saturday. Saturday. I, I shouldn't say anything. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't. I haven't caught the show yet, but I, but I will because it's 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 all brand new. But anyway, you need the financial guys. Their office is on uh, on Main Street, Williamsville, six three three one five one five. Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas, and uh, Jay Jay Blanchard. That poor guy. I saw his uh, update last night. He's gone well over 3,000 miles in his trek across the country. Really? Yeah, riding his bicycle from Oregon, and uh, he'll be ending in Virginia. He's riding for the widows of, uh, of veterans, guys that got, got killed or, or died. And um, he, he, some uh, a biker apparently got hit by a car and was killed. And uh, he got the bad news, I guess, yesterday or the day before that the guy had died. So it's really affecting all the guys that are out there. He's been running into just extreme heat uh, tornadoes. Somebody chased him down and said, you've got to come with us. And they pulled him in, and they got him inside because it was a tornado that devastated the town that he was going to. And uh, they put him up in a church, and he's like, uh, wow. God's washing over you, Jay. There's no question so about it. So you can't it. ride a bike in a tornado? No, okay. no. Well, let's, let's, get, let's get uh, a law in Albany about that. Yeah, unless you're the Wicked, <laughs> wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> But he's in, I think he's in Kentucky now. You can say that about just about anything. Good one, yeah. yeah. All right, on that note, oh, just, just think That's about good. Jay and pray for Jay. He's, yeah. got a, he's got probably about 900 miles to go before he gets done, and now he's getting lonely. He just wants to come home, and he wants to see his family. So prayers are with you, Jay. But anyway, on that note, Dave, I think you just opened up the door for your Albany update. You're, you're biting the uh, bullet, boy. I see. Russ, this and Carl, this has been a this is, I tell this is my sixth year, and this has been probably the worst year in Albany. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, the Looney Tunes have come out. You I don't know, know the, how the you whole, do it. I tell you that every time. Uh, it just the Looney Tunes are out. Um, you pro- I, I'll just briefly run through some of the things that were happening. Uh, Rosenthal, who's a, a complete lib. From New York City, puts in a bill. This is just one. I've got. I, I keep. I keep all the stupid bills, and I put them in an envelope, and I send them to two people, two of my friends, who say, "Give me this because it's great bathroom reading over the over the summer and fall." Yet, yet, the envelope I had this year, I had three envelopes stuffed because there were, every every day something was, was so coming much. through that was just stupid, and uh, so the uh, what like like Rosenthal puts in a bill that would outlaw all shooting sports that. That are in in schools. So okay, you've got yeah. a rifle team. Yeah. Okay, and a lot, and they use say rubber bullets or whatever, whatever they're using. Um, she outlaws it, and then with that, any archery uh, sports that were with it, she wants to outlaw that. It didn't go anywhere in the Senate, and they wouldn't, and because it was such kickback from the schools. Yeah. Which I have in my district. Literally every school sent me a letter saying this is horrible. 
Are, you know, there's never been an accident. These are all, we, we don't, it's not on school grounds most of the time. They're at clubs, and uh, and it's a competition, and it, and it's very, the kids love it. Uh, and it's a, it's a way of life out in, in, in this part of the country, yeah. and uh, do not let them take away this, this sport. And, and then with it, it wasn't just you know, because she wants to keep all guns out of school. It was uh, it, it, then it then it went on to archery and other sports too, and it was so crazy. people were just like forget this. And then micro stamping, they brought up a bill yeah, yeah. on micro stamping. But this is what's funny is okay. First off, when you micro stamp on the firing pin, you've got one. There's one mark where you put it. Okay, I think you right. define that a little now, bit. D- define micro stamping. Micro stamping means you put a, a, an indelible mark on on the round of the bullet, right. so that when if that that bullet's found. Uh, they can trace it back to the owner. That's the theory of it, right? There is no technology today. I'll get into that. But not only in New York State do they want to do that. Okay, first off, New York State would be the only one that would have it, but the technology is not there. But say it was there, it's so flawed because, number one, here, I'll just give you a great example. It was brought up by the state troopers and the sheriffs, was a lot of sheriffs, troopers, a lot of law enforcement, they don't have a, a defined range. They go to public ranges. So they shoot. Somebody's standing there, picks up their empty cartridges, and then drops them at a crime scene. And now you're now there's a murder or a shooting, oh. and it goes and they oh look at that we've got a state trooper who shot this person. Well, no, he didn't. Somebody just picked up their cartridges. Easily That's, set somebody up. Easily set somebody up, and, and shows you how stupid the law is. But the big part of it was this: Todd Lizett, who is the guy who has the patent, who's researching this, just did a study because he know and he just did a study with the United States government. It took him two years to see if this would work. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was involved with the study with the United States government. Well, he even came out, and I've got the paper right here, and he says it doesn't work yet. Okay, so there shouldn't be any micro stamping put in place in the country because it doesn't work. It's a flawed technology. The technology is not there. We can't do it. So here's the guy that has the, the patent working with the government and saying, hey, we're going to keep working on it, but it's not there yet. But yet, that's that's the micro stamp, and that's one, one, one part of the of the uh, on the bullet. Okay, but right. check this out. In New York State, the law says that you have to be micro stamped on two parts. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, so it's two <laughs> parts. Now there is no technology anywhere to do that. Okay, and 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 they even and and people who just took a quick look at it said, you know, when that round comes out, the first part is going to smudge the second part, and there's a million ways to get by the micro stamping, just by taking a little nail file, yeah, for thirty three seconds on your on your on your firearm, right, and and on whatever it is, you can. There's a million ways to to get rid of it. So there is no technology, but they want to pass this, okay, and it would pass. I mean, everyone. Would, I mean, every Democrat in New York, in Western New York, would pass it, except for maybe Robin Schiminger or Eric Bowen, but everyone else would pass it. There's co-sponsors on it. So, 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 just get in that micro Welcome to thing, Albany. Welcome to Albany. But this is so, it's so out of line. But the, when you talk to them behind closed doors. This, it's not about micro stamping. They could care less, right? Because this is the gateway to take all your weapons. Because right. in the bill, one of the bills they're proposing with this is, if in a year you don't go and have your uh, your firearm, everything, all all the ammunition, everything has to be all, all micro stamped in New York State. So you can't sell it. So that's going to put people out of business. And if you don't, within a year, say a cop, you get pulled over for a traffic stop. And they look at your permit, and they say, "Well, let me look at your." You know, they'll they'll go to your house, 
and they want to look and make sure everything's in order. And if it's not, they take all your weapons and you're a felon. They take oh. all your firearms, I should say. I mean, it's really the way this thing is written. It's all about gun confiscation. Right. And this is how they're going to, one of the ways they're going to do it. Well, it's the ultimate goal in New York. We know that. And it's the ultimate goal with the Democrats in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So, yeah. so the other one, another one we did a couple years ago, and then it came back up this year was safe storage. They didn't change it at all when we blew it out of the water. I debated it two years ago. Right. In a nutshell, it just says that you go to the range, your, your, your firearms have to be safely stored, okay, and on your possession at all times. If you don't have your firearms on your possession... You're, uh, it's not no longer you lock them in the trunk, right? And that's safe storage. You know? so, right. so here it is. If you, your wife calls and says, hey, the kids need milk, and you stop at 7-Eleven right. on your way back from the range, you have to unlock your trunk, take your three shotguns, your rifle, and your two pistols, carry them all into 7-Eleven with you. Oh. Okay, that's safe storage. And when we debated that, they would not change the bill to see, to see how stupid, ridiculous that was. That's what happens when that's, you get people in there that have no idea no what they're idea. talking about. Yeah, so you walk into 7-Eleven with about, you know, three rifles. Do you think you're going to attract some attention? <laughs> uh, it goes on and it goes on. Uh, we've got, uh, we get these weekly updates. And I think I'm going to start posting them online every week when we get back. Because it tells us what we did as a Republican conference versus the Democrats say, Here's I a think quick that's one. a great idea. Uh, despite unanimous Republican support, the Democrats in the Assembly blocked a bunch of bills that we put up to reduce domestic, preventing domestic violence. So, you know, Joe Giglio, who's a friend of mine, put up Melinda's Law, and that provides a safe haven to allow victims of domestic violence to report incidents without fear of losing their children, you know, because your children can be taken if you report it. So uh, with that, I know we got to take a break. Yeah, we got to go. We got to. We'll be right back at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, got to go to the news real quick. Be right back, folks. I'll play the original. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, and David DiPietro in studio mm-hmm. for the financial guys. If you need the financial guys, please give them a call at their office, 633-1515. I just wanted to read this one message on the text board. It's absolutely perfect. The Grand Island Bridge is a perfect representation of New York New York State government. It's obsolete. It steals your money. And it should have been taken down a long time ago. Isn't that the truth? Thank you. And then another one. You guys rock. Thanks for fighting for us. That text board is... Uh, 0930, if you wanted to send us a message. I did, I get the biggest kick out of some of the messages that come in here. It's it's listening listen to the feedback even during the week. It's fun. So, Dave, you got something else. You got a couple other things. Well, you know, just on the gun thing. Entertaining uh, us yeah, from th- Albany. Again, everything up in Albany is, is about taking away every firearm in New York State. New York State wants to become the first firearm-free state in the country. No one will be allowed to own anything. Yeah. So, or, now, that includes any antique. So you've got a Mauser. You've got something from World War One, something from the Civil War. It's gone, folks. If they get their way, oh. it's gone. It doesn't matter if, it caught, if it was, it's worth $10,000, $20,000, any firearm okay they're not even including antiques because they feel that those things could still be taken off the shelf and you would take your musket and go down to the corner and shoot people so it, it gets it gets you pretty know, ugly tim howard well, was just on here um i think at about eleven forty-five, something like that and he, he was talking about some of this and i just see this message on the text board it says my grandpa bought 
uh, brought home a German Mauser from World War One, and it's still in the family. Not for long. Yeah, he can't get rid of that. He's basically now a felon, right, or something? No, he wouldn't be. Not yet, but he will be if they pass these. And next year, you know, hey, that's a whole other issue. Uh, if we lose the Senate. So if you find any World War you're gonna, World War One, World War Two relics, or let's say around here, the Revolutionary War, or, or you know anything like that, you find any kind of a weapon on the ground, you could actually... End up being a felon eventually. With the eventually, state. yeah, that's that's. But that's what that's we're looking at. That's what is. that's what New York uh, City does. Uh, Got to remember, New York City controls everything we do. And people yeah. say, "Well, what do you mean?" Well, New York City controls the population, and that's why they get. Right. Uh, they control about seventy-eight out of the hundred and fifty people. You know, the Democrats control the assembly one ten to about forty, approximately. Oh so, so out of that one hundred and ten, about seventy-eight of them are from New York City area. Okay, so even Robin Schiminger, Crystal Peoples, who are tenured, have huge respect in the Democrat Party, okay? Even any bill that they want has to be vetted through New York City. They just don't go, hey, look, I'm the floor leader. I'm going to, like, like next year, Morelli's gone. Crystal might be the floor leader. For her to put a bill up, uh, she's still going to, in their committee, it's got to be vetted by New York City. If New York City says no, they don't do it. And again, how does New York City keep those numbers real quickly? Uh, each, every one of us are... Uh, by population, uh, represent about 135,000 people, maybe 140, right. maybe 130. Right. But there's a range, and the range goes from about 115 to 120 up to 140, right? Well, in New York City, every single assembly district has 120,000 approximately or less, while my district and everything west of the Hudson has about 135 to 140, okay? So they keep the numbers low in New York City because then they can create maybe they three or four or five more seats, okay, because they kept the population down uh, that they represent. It's corrupt, but they control that process. So their, their assembly district might be 118,000, 122. Well, that takes away about 14, 18,000 people. Now right. you put a number of those out of 78, do the math. Next thing you know, you get another assemblyman from New York City. Oh, you got about six or seven. To that's unconstitutional. Uh, that, that's one mail, one vote. You know, I mean, yeah. that, that, that issue has to be litigated. Yeah. But they, they control it, so yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't come it's up. Just Why does everything in, everything in this state that, that is, is basically does not benefit the politicians or, or benefits the politicians and, and screws us? We have to take it to court. We have to fight everything in court. Isn't that the, one of the reasons why we have people like you to fight? You're basically the there's, people's there's no lobbyists. There's no opposition to these people. There's no public opposition. No. Oh, no, I agree with you. Except for David DiPietro. Tell me one nip representative that has brought up any of these, the, the silliness and the idiocy that goes on. None that I know They of. participate in it. They go out there in Albany, and they, they drink the Kool-Aid, and, and they hang around oh. with these guys. They get all this kind of exp, you know, experience, and, uh, and, and, and nobody does anything. Yeah. It's uh, the Republicans are to blame for losing the New York State Senate. Oh yeah, because they don't act like Republicans. They don't act like a rep an opposition party, and they haven't for years and years and years. This is one and thing that a, you and I have stressed for years. Look at our local Republican representatives in the Senate. Yeah, you know, got Gallivan and Ratzenhofer. Okay, what what have they what have they done? Yeah, have they, what have they? What creative have this these people done in all these years? But yet, so once now they again, lose the Senate, and then you're going to see bills like David just pointed out get passed. Yep. And all of a sudden, this state's going to take off far to the left, okay? And it's it, it's going to be a very unpleasant place to live. Well, well there's the no first, question about it. The first Those thing smart, get out now. They said they they've told us uh, if the if they lose the Senate, and I and I've got I'll, I'll give you my theory. I don't think we will, but I'll, uh, and I'll tell you why it could be, but. 
uh, if we lose the Senate, the first bill up in January will be full-term abortion. They've already put that out there. The second bill up will be the DREAM Act. The third one up will be unionization of farm workers throughout the state. Okay, and when we argued, let's, let's say unionization pro or con. If, and I argued this on the floor as one of the leaders in, in agriculture, on the farm industry on the floor. Um, all right, well, you work a job, right? You work 40 hours a week. That's five eight-hour days. Some people work four 10-hour days, right? Right. Some people work three 12- or 14-hour days, right. right? Well, when we argued this, we said, well, what about that? Well, let's, okay, you want to do this? Well, theoretically, well, let's say we want to do three 12-hour days and then do shifts. No, you can't do that, the Democrats said. This bill, when we unionize, you can only, farm workers can only work five, eight-hour days, knowing that farmers during season are working 12 to 16 hours, but you will not be able to put your employees on for more than eight hours a day. You will have to uh, do That's Okay? We said, well, no, it's, it's legal around the country. You can go four tens, three twelve. No, you cannot. In New York State, you will not be able to do that to help your farm out. No, that's the way to screw the farmer. Okay. No, you will not. If they get unionization of farms, it will be five, eight-hour days and no more, and then you're at overtime instead of th- so dur- during harvest season. They have no choice no but choice. To, hi- to hire pay overtime a whole bunch more or people. do a second shift. Yes, of more people. Yeah, it's and crazy. with full benefits. <clears throat> okay, they'll be required with full benefits. Yeah, so. that's where it, that's where I, I was a kid. We lived on a farm for three years. Mm-hmm. We grew tomatoes, cucumbers, and cabbage mm-hmm. during harvest season. Yep. We were in the field, and I mean, I was a kid. I was getting paid 25 cents an hour. I was 13 years old, something like that. We were there from sunup to sundown every day during harvest season. (laughs) (laughs) And to do something like that, you have no choice but to hire a bunch more people. No choice. No choice, yeah. Or overtime, which is going to kill you in any kind of a profit margin you may have. It's insane. uh, Okay, and I'll tell you, here's how bad it gets with Cuomo, okay? That red flag bill, we passed it, I think it was pretty close to unanimous back in uh, a version of it, which uh, allow um, uh, district attorneys, uh, the school officers, police officers, uh, to issue extreme risk, risk protection. It's, it's an innocuous bill. We already have all that at the federal level and the state level. But right. again, Cuomo had to put something in, the Democrats had to put something in because it's an election year, and they wanted us to, uh, you know, they wanted us to see to vote no or whatever. Okay, so we passed it. Well, they brought it back up again in June. Okay, and it was like, why are you bringing this up? We just passed it. I'll give Ray Walter a lot of credit. Ray got up and was livid, like all of us. We just passed it. The reason they were bringing it back up was because the governor's getting hammered by Cynthia Nixon so bad, he wanted it brought back up again, which is unheard of, because he wants to be able to say that he was the one that forced it to come back up and made sure that to get everybody on record. And it was a joke. It was a complete joke. I mean, even the Democrats were laughing about it because we had just passed it a few months ago. But he made a, the governor was getting so hammered by Cynthia Nixon that he had to come out and use that to defend himself. It's a race to the left in New York. It's State. a race to the left. And, and Cuomo was, 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 this year has been uh, twisting arms like you would not believe on the Democrat side. And I'll tell you no, he's what. He's panicked. I'll tell he's you what. Panicked. The Democrats on, in the assembly, uh, 70% of them can't stand this guy. Yeah. He's bull, especially in New York City. He's bullied them to the point where they will not support him. So you're you're watching a lot of them not come out. They're just laying low, and they're actually going to support Cynthia Nixon, and that's that's going to be his kiss of death if he loses. It's going to be because New York City Democrats 
are done with this guy. His shelf life's over. They yeah. don't like him. He's not warm and fuzzy, and he and they and he's threatened them so many times that you know now if he comes back with the olive branches, says hey, I'll give you a million bucks for this, and and tries to give him all this money. There's a lot of them are saying, you know what? Let's we'll talk to you after the election. Or they'll take the money, and they're not going to support him. They're not going out. So it's going to be this is really interesting, Cynthia which Nixon, will, which will open up the door to to the governor's race. I don't know if you want to get into right now. You got some other stuff to talk about. The governor's That's race fine. right now is just a mess. I think that has to be explained a little bit, okay? Yeah. What, what, what's happening is that the Democratic side is now going to, it looks like it's going to be split three ways. Yeah, yes, there's going to be a primary <clears throat> where Nixon's going to run against Cuomo. But, but Nixon will survive the primary with the Working Families Party yep. endorsement, which, <clears throat> which uh, gives her a line in the final. And a lot of those lefty votes are going to run toward toward Nixon, and then you have Minor applying on an, on an independent line, uh, and Minor is going to uh, draw uh, uh, lefty votes away from uh, uh, Cuomo. That's why Cuomo's trying to move so far to the left with everything that he's doing. He's trying to hold on to those, to those lefty votes, and in the meantime, I think what he'll lose is a lot of moderate Democrats. Because this is the best opportunity the Republicans have had. And unfortunately, we got, we've got a good candidate. He's a good man. Uh, Molinero's a good man, but there's two things messing that up. Uh, there's this guy named uh, Larry Sharp, is it? Uh, yeah, Larry uh, Sharp, li- libertarian. Libertarian. Uh, that a lot of Second Amendment people are, are coming out and saying, we have to support him, we have to support their effort. Yep. Well, the reality is that this election is about Cuomo. It's yes or no Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And we have to be together, and we can't get off in one, one issue uh, uh, arguments, okay, amongst ourselves, we have to every get everybody, including Larry Sharp, okay, to withdraw and and support Molinero in this election because this is the best opportunity we've had in a long, long time to mm-hmm. to take Cuomo and and these uh, uh, progressives out. So that that I think is. Uh, you know, we can sit here and we can get mad at his handlers like I am. I think I think Molinero got the wrong handlers. He's got yeah. Dave, Dave Catalfamo from uh, the old Pataki crowd, and he's got uh, he hired Diamato's uh, uh, firm to represent him. He's made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot, he made a big mistake uh, bringing this woman Killian on. But the reality is that despite those mistakes, we have to have this guy win, and uh, and this is the best opportunity we've had. And he's got to get upstate and get out in the car and drive around a little bit. On that note, I want to, because right at the time, it's the perfect time to take a quick break. We get back. I want to elaborate on, on that because this, the, the feuds that are going on right now, especially on Facebook, are just, it's people have got to decide. They've got to come to some kind of a conclusion to get behind the right guy. All right, we'll be right back. He's never worked a job. Oh, we've got to go back. Oh, no, I agree. (laughs) Okay, we're back, folks. Uh, We just had a a, a lively discussion off the air, uh, which is going to set up basically for what we're going to discuss now. But uh, Russ Thompson, Dave DiPietro, Carl Palladino, filling in for the financial guys, uh, 6331515. If you need the financial guys, you need your advice. Use them as a resource. You got questions? Anything? Give them a call. Uh, best group of people I think I've I've ever met, and and I'm not lying. Uh, just great guys, uh, and their staff is Agreed. incredible. 
Yes. So we 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 started discussing dur- during the break the the governor's campaign. Um, there's a lot going on, and Facebook is just ballistic about everything that's going on. And so you got Larry Sharp out there, who's the only one talking about the Second Amendment. He's really the only one talking about the Second Amendment, what he wants to do with the Safe Act, blah blah blah. So what is that doing? Now all this stuff is hugely important to in the, to all of us in West New York. All right, the Safe Act. Huge, huge organizations up here from and we, and we know people from Syracuse all the way to Jamestown, from Olean all the way up to Niagara County that are just all over this. So right now you got Larry Sharp out there talking all about the Second Amendment and what he's going to do with it. Where does he stand on all the other issues? We don't know yet, and that's crucial. There's uh, the guy Mert Melfa from Dutchess County is, is is all over him saying where are you where do you stand on this immigration where do you stand on this where do you stand on that? Here's the problem: nobody's hearing from Molinaro. Yeah, but but you know, and I I just that that's what I was talking about with his handlers. Okay, right. they don't understand. He's not able to raise huge amounts of money, uh, so. You know, he's going to have to do a grassroots campaign. Yeah. He's got to get in a car. He's got to start driving around the state. Yep. However, I mean, I, I argue with this idea that he has to be yelling and screaming the safe act no. all the time. No, no. Uh, he looked me right in the eye, and he's looked a lot of people right in the eye and told them he is 100% uh, uh, pro-Second Amendment and uh, 100% Trump also. And, uh, and, and, it, and I believe him. The problem is, in today's media world, okay, everything he says, no matter where he is in the state— all right, is going to get down there to Manhattan, and he's going to encourage these freaks like these uh, 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 these characters that want to put all these further restrictions on guns. Okay, he's just going to encourage them to come out and vote for uh, his opponents. Okay, and I it, and and I understand that, but it's not. I mean, there's a way to do it. There's a way to get out there and make yourself known, make your issue known. Yep. And my point with my point is we got to bring we need every vote we can get. There's a group with this libertarian thing that wants to get fifty thousand votes, so they've got a place on the ballot for two thousand twenty. Right. It's always and been that's there. what supposedly was behind this Larry Sharp movement. Okay, right. somebody's putting some money into Larry Sharp in order to try to get a, a a line to go into the presidential election in twenty twenty. So it's you know I mean there's a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of people on Facebook. Okay, and they're all venting. Everybody's got their opinions. But the reality is, is coming together, even though we have weak handlers on our candidate, uh, our candidate is committed to us. And I think I think he's going to be I think he's going to be fine once he gets out and gets around in upstate New York. And and that's got to happen. And that's yeah. that's the only thing that is going to start quelling things down and bringing down the volume of what's up there right now. And the arguments that I see going back and forth, not just on Facebook, on text messages and in emails, the same damn thing. The only way you're going to be able to calm things down I mean, we, is we by, his, some, by his coming out and, and meeting, with, right here meeting with us. We have some great issues right here. Just, oh, yeah. Just take take the Seneca Indian thing, okay? Oh, my God, yeah. So Cuomo goes and screws up, has his lawyers, and he's never disclosed who his lawyers were that, that messed up in the negotiation of that amendment to the, to the compact, to, to extend the compact, right. and, and failed fail to put the uh, rental value in, into the contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's never disclosed that. Well, if it's an outside firm, you know, why aren't we suing them? Why aren't we suing their malpractice Absolutely. insurance? Absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. to, get, to recover some money uh, on the uh, on the millions that have been lost by the state. But on the other hand, you got Cuomo. It's his fault that the that the amendment was uh, uh, improperly drawn. He has to be responsible and accountable for it. 
But has he done anything to help the local communities? No. There's three local communities. No. And, oh, look, they're all controlled by Democrats. Okay, there's Buffalo, Niagara Falls, and Salamanca. Mm-hmm. And all three of the communities are controlled by Democrats, and all of the politicians just want to lay low because they don't want Cuomo to be embarrassed by this by, by this lack of of attention to their particular problem, and that is they're not, they're get, they're not getting reimbursed in their budgets, right. okay? And the taxpayers are suffering because because this uh, uh, casino mm-hmm. money has, is not there. So they go and they raise the taxes 6% up in Niagara Falls. Yep. I, I forget the percentage it was in Buffalo, and they're going to do the same right. probably in Salamanca. And, and the taxpayer is footing the bill for the incompetence of Andrew Cuomo's government in drawing a compact with the Senecas. And this is going to go on for years. It's real easy, the solution, okay? Elect a, elect a Republican, okay? He can, get, he can get the state to uh, uh, reimburse the local municipalities until they have litigated it as one alternative. Right. But the more important thing is release those locals, okay, to go after them and deny services to the Senecas. Just Absolutely. write them a letter and say, we're not, we're not providing fire service anymore, so don't, don't put us in your alarm system. You know, one thing from the, ver- from the very get-go. You watch how fast they'll come to the table yeah. and negotiate and pay, pay them for services that they're not paying for. From the right very now. get-go, when all this stuff even started, and it was as as this whole thing was being put put together. I'm going, wait a minute. But these, this these is, are yeah, some but of the none important... of this stuff was ever included in that. And I started bringing to the attention: what about police protection? What about fire protection? Who's going to pay for that? We have to pay for that because it wasn't included in it. And here we are. What, I, what here I'm it doing is, is right I'm, now, I'm pointing out issues that are important in upstate New York. Absolutely, I that, agree with that. You. We want a Molinero to be cognizant of and prepared to address. Okay, yep. the the fracking issue, it's sick. I mean, just oh, yeah. think. They gave us five casinos. The casinos are not even making any uh, any money, and they're asking the government to subsidize them now. Okay? Del Lago, yeah, the, Del Lago is looking at look at wants twenty million dollars. They gave are you them serious. Yeah, they're under. He, he gave the people. Cuomo Ugh. gave the people five casinos to soak the last nickel out of the poor people in this state instead of giving us fracking, which would have brought a wealth of jobs and 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 money into the state. Right. Another major major issue. Okay. I mean, there's. There's, there's issues everywhere, okay, that have to be addressed. You got the whole self bottom, so, bottom you know, of the, the second state. The Second Amendment is suffering. an important issue to many of us, okay, and we speak well about it. That's covered right now. Let's get to the other stuff. Let's get everybody concerned about their futures and the futures of their families in this state, okay, which is if, if we lose this Senate, which we're – I don't know. From my perspective, we're losing it. But well, uh, Dave, I'd like to hear your your. your well, I think we're gonna. I think we might if we lose it. Okay, we're looking at Long Island might lose two seats. Who knows if there's a blue wave or not? Whatever they they're, they're talking because all those there's there's nine nine seats in Long Island, one or two are Democrat, and one just went Democrat. Kaminsky, who was in the Assembly, uh, ran and won the open seat when what's his name retired uh, as a Democrat for the first time in fifty years. Uh, now they're looking at because all those districts except one are Democrat overlay. They're not Republican districts, even though Republicans control them. I mean, you got a ninety-year-old guy running. Uh, here's the thing: say you lose Wait a couple. A ninety-year-old guy running for Senate. Well, the guy that's in the Senate right now is, is I think, is ninety years old. Yeah. Is he running for re-election? Well, Hannon guy. Hannon, right? Campaign? No, not campaign. Uh, is it? It's the, the World War II veteran. What's his name? Ninety years old. So. Uh, Here's the thing. what's going to happen. God bless if we you, lose, you can make let's it say we 90. lose the Senate by one or two, it goes 33-30, something like that, yeah. right? 
Well, this state, with what, what's going to happen in January, this state, like they did in 2009-10, the state went $10 billion after bonding about five, raising the budget five, and then they went under 90 days from to April 1st when the budget came out. They went under another $10 billion. Remember, we were digging out of that hole. That's why Cuomo got elected. Yeah. So if that happens, we're looking at right now, from what I'm hearing, $25 billion in the hole in 90 days. What they're going to enact from January to April 1st, that's not including raising the budget. They're going to go in the hole 20 to $25 billion. Cuomo's not stupid. He can't allow that to happen. He's gonna, he knows that that's the, in 90 days he's done with any political future. He's done. Okay, so he just got reelected. He's celebrating, and in 90 days, he put a fork him, and he's done. He'll be the worst uh, person in New York State. So he's going to have to. I think he's going to have to bring back the IDC that he took away, and he's got to twist arms of about three or four, two or three, whatever, enough Democrats to give the Republicans control back because he cannot let the state go under like it did in 2010. There's just no way he can't do it. He yeah, wants to be wacky. if he's got You're aspirations. These representatives are that wacky that they would do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've, come on, Carl. You've met these people. Come on. No, I, I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. <laughs> I just get more and more surprised every day that how, how bad things are. Yeah. Some I, of those guys can be totally bought. So they're going to – some of those senators, we know it. And so what, he's going he's gonna to offer them the world to go back in, a couple of them, to get back on the IDC, and then that's it. And then he controlled – and he, he'll control the Senate again, the governor. And uh, he'll, he won't allow this junk that I was just talking about. He won't allow it to come up. Because he doesn't want to see his aspirations killed for the for the for the presidency. Because come January, February, that's the kickoff. Okay, you've got two years. So he's going to start running for. He's going to have to start, and he's not going to be doing it with a twenty billion dollar hole in his state government. He's done. He will never be president <laughs> of the United States. No, he won't. Well, in his mind, yeah, 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 so, yeah. his mind. So going back to your other point, real quick, Kyle Molinaro. Uh, what I see is he's got Molinaro. He's got to he's got to start hitting the pavement, like you yeah. said. He's got yeah. to get out, come to Western New York, start touring, spend a week here, spend a week in Rochester, start doing things that. You that know are how easily resonate. we could put together a grassroots campaign and a, a, a tour that he could do twice that that we did. You know, you could you could start in Olean and Jamestown and Buffalo and Niagara, and then go to go to Rochester up to up to Plattsburgh, all the way down to Binghamton and, and Schoharie. I mean, we did it. How many times? And we we've got all the contacts across the state. What is the, what? What are we waiting for, folks? I don't know. We're waiting for him to respond. Well, it's, his handlers are telling him <laughs> to run this campaign a certain and way. She, and That's... if she calls me, honey, I'm gonna lose my. <laughs> gonna Lynn, lose Lynn my Crow? mind. Lynn, she calls me honey. And if she does, I I, I won't be responsible for my actions. I'm, I'll just say that. You know, when she was when she was in your campaign. Okay, honey. Okay. Excuse me, do I look like you're a child? You yeah. know? Oh, look, did you see that text? It says, so explain to me, if the far left wins everything and passes all the laws they want, what the heck is the benefit to them in the end game? Because all I see out of it would be massive collapse. They are in control. Uh, they are and in control. And that's all they want, and they have that's all, all the power. And on that note, we have to go in about 10 seconds to take another news break. And I see you bite your lip because you want to respond. I will when we come back. As soon as we get back, we're just going to jump right into that. We'll be right back, folks. Thanks. The following is paid programming. 
Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. We're back, folks. It's not Glenn and Mike. Russ? You, any, you don't have any good music. We've we got to give you music to play. Today. Well, you're always in charge of music. It's your job, Carl. Yeah, Carl. All right. he asked, as soon as I walked in, Frank you're asked me, did you get any music? And I went, no, it's up to Carl. That, that's, <laughs> that's Carl. He's an old rock and roller. Yeah, but Carl picks great stuff. He does. He does. And he calls me an old rock head. Mm-hmm. It's like, what you pick is what I listen to. What's the matter with you? But anyway. We're back, folks. Sorry, we get sidetracked. We have we have fun. All right, Russ Thompson, yeah, yeah. Carl Palladino, David DiPietro, filling in for the financial guys. Uh, we want to thank them. Uh, they're probably listening, which irritates their wives. Here you are, you get a day off, and you're listening to the radio. What are you doing? Yeah, I'll probably we'll all probably get a text from them now. But anyway, if you need the financial guys, give them a call at their office. It's six three three one five one five. That that phone number is. Burned into my memory. I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever forget it. But I want to thank them for giving us the opportunity to come in, and Tim mm-hmm. Wanger for allowing it, which is uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> Thanks, actually. Tim. You know, I said it on TV. I mean, it's a great public service that these guys do. Yeah. Uh, in in having these conversations and exposing people to something different than what they're hearing all day on the uh, on the mainstream media nonsense. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no question and, about and, it. Uh, and giving them some backstories. I mean, it, it's mm. a it's 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 a great public service, and I really admire them for that. And we must have made some kind of a dent mm. in them because they actually have us come in and fill in when they when they mm-hmm. want to take a day off. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Those guys, so, they're great guys. <laughs> I really like Mike and Glenn a lot. I really do. What I mean, like I'm chomping to get at that question. <laughs> uh, what question? That one that we left off with. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay, I know you were you were biting the bullet. Read it again and go ahead. All right. It's it's all yours. It says the question. Is, so you guys explain to me if the far left wins everything and passes all the laws they want, what the heck is the benefit to them in the end game? Because all I see out of it would be massive collapse and you're right it would be but the far left and we're not talking run-of-the-mill democrats we're not talking to chictawaga democrats we're not talking people who work for a living we're talking the far left is communist not socialist communist we've got communists have infiltrated the assembly the last few years when i've been in there literally 90 percent of the new democrats that come in uh, when they read their bios, they're community activists. They've never worked for a living. All they are community activists, and they get elected. That is why when they believe all this. They believe that if we could be a gun-free state, that everything would be nirvana. They believe if, if uh, 
farms were unionized, that everything would be better. They wouldn't realize that farms would go belly up and your food supply would double or the cost would double for your food. Okay, you wouldn't be able to go to the market and pay what you're paying now because there would be the the, the farms are going. They're leaving now. Farms can't exist in New York State. They're they're going belly up. I see it in my district. I talk to the people. Okay, talk to the McCormick farm. They're going bankrupt. Uh, So what we've got is a socialist takeover and it's starting in New York City. And it's spreading, but it's but it controls the state. So everything we do, and I explained some of them, and I could go on for days. But it's all about socialism and communism. We've had a communist elected, and now we've probably got about another ten or so that are very socialist. They're not they're not American type of of Democrats. Okay, right. they're there for a different reason, and that's starting to take over a wing of the Democrat Party. Well, you could see that with just the the primary that uh, with that woman. The communist exactly. beat, that, beat that woman, that guy in the Ten house. Ten term, twenty years he's yeah. been there, and 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 why should he be worrying about? And he's and he's far left himself. Oh yeah. But this twenty year old woman comes out and says, "I'm a communist." Literally comes out and says, "I'm a socialist. Vote for me because I believe everything Bernie does. I believe government should offer you a job. You should get fifty thousand dollars a year for a government job. And and you know what else in that Bernie thing they don't tell you about is you don't have to show up for that job and you get your check. That's not something. Can I apply? Yeah, any everyone can, <laughs> but that's that's. I mean, they have they've lost all reality, but that's what we're getting. So when this gentleman says, uh, "Explain to you," that's what it is. So we're yeah, it would be a collapse. Power and, and, and we're control. We're already there. We're already we're already there. Why is the re- you get outside New York State? The rest of this country is booming right now, and people don't even oh, yeah. know it. There's cranes. There's building. There's economic development, and you hear about it briefly on on some of the right wing sort of radio and TV, but you don't hear about it from the mainstream. Media doesn't tell you this, but the rest of this country is really moving right now. In New York State, zero, nothing, because everything we do here prohibits the growth. But yet they tell us that's what they want. When Carl touched on the on the casinos, well, Del Lago, they want a twenty billion. I think it's twenty million dollar bailout or something. I mean, we, we just got we were talking about that up in the assembly. And Where is Del Lago? Goodness, uh, Syracuse area, I think. Yeah. So oh, that's the one up in Syracuse. Uh, yeah, but there's now, but what from we understand. Four more of those casinos next year are going to apply for aid that they're not making any money. Okay, so that's economic growth in New York State, folks. <laughs> That'll be the end. Open up I mean, casinos, it will raise be. the minimum wage, give family leave. Subsidizing gambling casinos. Yeah. <laughs> could you make any sense. I could, exactly. I could see them do it. That's the worst part about it is I could see them do it. <laughs> it doesn't make oh, yeah, any we'll, sense. We'll fund you. We'll give you $20 billion a yeah. year. It only... Ugh. Anyway, we got we got somebody that we're going to bring up in a couple of minutes. It's uh, Jamie from Tennessee agrees with Dave. Okay, we're losing more friends. Joe and Sue. Joe's leaving. Head, yes, heading to Texas in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Maddie and Joel already left, left for Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, more and more people are leaving, and it's 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 good. Art Halt, hardworking. Left. Who? Art Halt and his wife. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He's in Tennessee too. It's in Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina. Texas, Florida. Um, some people are going to Arizona. Yeah. If I had a chance to go to back to Arizona, I probably would, but uh, I won't yeah. go there. Um, or Cape Cod. No, I'd love to go to Cape. But anyway, yeah. people are leaving because the opportunities are gone. You, you, they're going to a free state, and the more and more, the worse we get here. The more and more people that are leaving. West New York leads the entire state of outflow of people. It's disgusting. It is. So when you look at what's going on in Texas, I'm just I've been sending uh, concrete mixers to Texas because it's doing so good. People are starting businesses on their own. They're, they're starting up these little short load delivery concrete businesses. And I got I got 
I got, I think, three more guys that are, that are looking to buy just in Texas. I got another Mexico in Hawaii. You know, it's yeah. like Trump came in. He started turning things. People say, how did Obama affect your business? I could t- I could talk to, for days about how he affected my business and still mm-hmm. is and how Trump is finally starting to turn things around when my business started picking back up and I'm building and I'm producing and I'm shipping things out of this area this, right. and nothing's staying here. Everything is leaving. Everything right. is leaving because the opportunities are everywhere else. But, you know, we got uh, Jamie from Tennessee says he agrees with Dave. So, Jamie, what is on your mind? What do you agree with Dave with? Well, I'll put it this way. He hits everything on the nail. Yeah. So all, he's an all-around good guy, and I trust him. And I'm thinking about moving to New York. You're thinking about moving to New York? Yeah, because he's a good guy. He should be running for for Congress. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I think our next congressional yeah. congress congressman is sitting right here beside me. There's no question That's about funny. it. You know, but are you originally from this area? Do you have people up here? Well, I know a friend that's up there, but um, that's besides the point, as my sister used to say. But um, I just want to say that Tomo will not make it. He's not going to make it. He never will make it. He ain't nothing but, as my grandpa used to say, well, a numbskull, a moron. He can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well... How did you find us on the radio, Jamie? Uh, I love this. This is awesome. David should run, and I'll be behind him 100%. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. That's well, nice to hear. Thank you, Jamie. I, I appreciate you that. calling in. Thank you very much. Take uh, care. That was awesome. That was funny. That was awesome. All right, another question just came just came up. When is Sheldon Silver going to prison? <laughs> when is Dean Skellos going to prison? Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And he's he was uh, Sheldon Silver was convicted again, right? Uh, am I am I yes. wrong? Yeah, he's, yeah he uh, has. And Sheldon true. Silver's going through. I lost mean, his Skelos? appeal. What? Skelos' trial started, right? Yeah, yeah Skelos is actually yeah, going to testify in his own, in his own uh, defense oh, good this him. time around. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know it. Would, it'll be it'll it'll be interesting. To Maybe see we'll what, hear about some of those deals he cut with Cuomo. Maybe he'll I throw saw that one, one statement where he said he was going to run against Cuomo. Who, Skelos? Skelos. He made that statement to his son on a phone recording, apparently. And uh, and if you know Skelos, okay, you would you would you'd be surprised at some kind of statement like that because the guy is as dumb as a rock. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why he said it, because he is as dumb as a rock. Right. right. <laughs> I, I went to an event one night where I saw him. He looks like a plastic guy. He's right. just like all he, look, he looks crooked. He's the kind of guy who look, looks crooked when you when you meet him. Yeah, you know? yeah. People, he can't. I, there's no eyeball. There's no eye connection. You know, he's he's, he's crooked. Yeah, I sat with him in Maziar's one time. Oh, good lord! It was like, and are we talking? Does anybody want to look at each other? You know, I mean, it was just. <laughs> you know, as we're sitting <laughs> here talking, yeah. as we're sitting here talking, I'm looking at Carl over here and I'm looking at Dave right here. We all look at each other in the eyes. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That contact, when you don't see that contact, you can see right into a person's soul when you're looking into their eyes. And when you talk to a politician and they don't look into your eyes, you know you got a problem. You know, and we, we mm-hmm. well, at least we know what Maziar's is all about. But anyway, I think we have to take a quick break. It's uh, 217, 218 right now. So, okay, Frank, I guess Frank's not listening. So we'll just continue. <laughs> we won't worry about it. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back, folks.
No. This guy's voice is unbelievable, isn't it? Squeaky. But anyway, welcome back. Is that the music? Yeah, that's the music. <laughs> With or without you. Carl's going to start picking the music now. One thing I was just talking about during the break and, um, is is what's going on in, in, in Washington, D.C. is just it's driving me crazy. I actually um, tagged Caputo and Roger Stone in a video of Mark Levin on my Facebook page last night. If you're not friends with me on Facebook, send me a request. It's a public page. You can probably read it. Everybody reads it. They won't, maybe they won't admit to it. The media reads it. They see what's going on. So it's a very popular page. So I keep it, I keep it, uh, I keep it public. But there's a video where, where Mark Levin, and this guy is absolutely brilliant. I mean, he worked for the, uh, the justice department, um, back during Reagan. And, uh, so he, he's worked his way up. This guy knows constitutional law. Like I, like nobody I know. Well, he went into a, a thing last night, and I posted the video. It's about 30 minutes long, but if you really want to see what's going on, how illegal the whole Mueller investigation is. Mm-hmm. It is not constitutional, plain and simple, point blank. Anything that he's been doing, anything that he's done, all of it, the indictments that he's come up with, including what, including what they're doing to Manafort, who's now in... in, in um, what do you call it? You're locked up for 23. Solitary confinement. He's in solitary confinement for 23 hours a day to protect him. What they're doing, and it's like a $50 million cost to the taxpayers right now, and they're not even done. And Jeff Sessions, and it's just, the whole thing is just, if you can go to my Facebook page, I don't, I'm not even sure if it's on YouTube because it's on... Um, Sessions is useless. I don't know why he's still there. I'm I know. Not, not a fan of his whatsoever. Well, supposedly there's a big investigation going on. Somebody wanted us to talk about QAnon. Carl doesn't know who it is. I'm not even sure if Dave... It's, it's all about an anonymous source that is revealing a huge amount of information behind the scenes and some real details about what's going on with this whole, excuse me, trumped up Russian investigation and collusion, and um, the guy from Fox News is uh, coming out. Brett Hume, no, not Brett. Another guy is coming out. No, coming. He's on Hannity. He's on. He's on with Hannity quite a bit. He's coming out with a book. It's basically the whole. This whole investigation that's it's aimed at Trump with this Russian collusion is basically a complete cover up to to cover up what Hillary has done Absolutely. and try and Absolutely. try to stand with Trump. All these it's people unbelievable that were in the establishment on. that were w- with Hillary, okay, Republican yeah. and Democrat, are, are are doing this thing with Trump. The, re- recognize this. There's no grand jury. Yeah, There's exactly. no grand jury sitting there, okay? Our process is a prima facie case gets introduced to a grand jury or to start an investigation. Right. They started this investigation with nothing, with no shred nothing of at e- all. any evidence. In One order for him to even be appointed. And this Rosenstein creep. Okay, who is one of the creepiest human beings I've ever encountered? I mean, I just I can't. You could just see it in his eyes. He's a he's a self loving animal, and this guy should not have that kind of power. No, 
the whole thing so, from the very get-go and the way that Mueller was even put in charge of this thing is completely unconstitutional and they could never should have been put in a place because in order for you to be able to even have an investigator like that, you've got to have a criminal charge to investigate and there's no criminal charges. all on speculation. It's been a witch hunt from the beginning. Yeah. But that's what they do because they were able to do it under Obama and with Hillary, they thought she was going to get elected. So that's why they did it. Well, the left now is they're now, covered, going to... now they're trying to cover up the fact and that's what they that's why this whole thing's been stonewalled because it's all going to come out and it already is it's yeah gonna, the it's newest be, outrage is going to be where the left is going to uh, lose their mind is the supreme court appointment uh, they, every, every week there's crazy. a new uh, every week they've made it up for two years or Did you year see what, every week it's a, something new that they have to make up to get people you got to remember enraged if cnn ever starts putting anything positive out about trump they go off the air they lose all their, their listenership what They're, listeners well, that's what I'm saying. If they do, they all the, everything dries up. They, they have, fell. They, have they fell another twenty percent. Another twenty percentage yeah. points. They fell. CNN is basically done. They said Did if you, CNN, no, Russ, sorry. They no, said if sorry. CNN uh, was taken out of every airport and and, and train they'd terminal, no, yeah. they'd have they'd have like a hundred thousand yeah, people listening no to them. Viewership. They'd have nobody. Did you see the <laughs> basically almost the riots out in Oregon last week, where Antifa came in and started confronting basically Trump supporters. Which most of which were combat veterans, right? Okay, and Antifa all covered up with their with their raggy hair mm-hmm. and everything. Start going after these guys with pipes and and sticks, and just this one video was phenomenal. One combat vet knocked out two, got one punch, boom, down he goes. Another one, boom, down he goes. It's yep. like okay, <laughs> we've had enough now. Okay. And if if people like Maxine Waters and they're in her ilk don't start calming down. And she so, should and, be on charges if that was us. If that been, was us, she I should have be been censured and forced out. Yeah. Absolutely. This is what's going They can do it, but yet we're accused of the hatred. We're accused of the violence, which has all started back organizing for America, which is Barack Hussein Obama. I hope mm-hmm. that people are waking up. People are waking up, hopefully. Me too. Me too. Um, we got a couple of calls. Uh, we can go to before we go to break. We got uh, John and West Seneca talking about voting. What's going on, John? You hear me? Yeah, yep. gotcha. How you doing? Great, great show. Thanks to have you on. Thanks, Thanks me on. Um, I just told your screener we're projected to lose four hundred thousand people this year, and probably the same amount next year in New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah, I got the feeling they're going to be right leaning guys. Not of course. Leaning. So how are we supposed to win any uh, votes if we can't, don't have the people here anymore? Well, that's a great question, and, and, and we don't. That's why right now we're we're talking about uh, the, the people in Albany think that they will never win another statewide election as a Republican. That that's that's gone. It's gone to the wayside. There's not enough. It's it's three to one Democrat now, and it's getting worse every day. So uh, the, that's why. But this year, we, this is our only chance. And why is it our chance? Because we have not just one but two other candidates running against Cuomo and, yeah. and keeping him far to the left and are going to take that far left vote and that's our only and we still might not win it I mean we're lucky to get 42-44% on a Republican side and we're going to need every one of those votes to even have a chance of taking out Cuomo well this is where gun owners really have to come out once again we're looked at as basically a paper tiger that's you exactly know? right yeah all of, all the gun owners out there they get all enraged and yell and scream and, you know but they but they don't get out and they go. They don't vote. There's six million gun owners in the state of New in York. In the state of New York, those gun and, voters and, alone. And you you got to say to yourself, why are we not reading this right? Okay, why, why, why don't these people get excited? It's just it's it's incredible. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible. I couldn't agree just with any you more. one issue. Because they're not engaged. Yeah. Exactly. They're not engaged. Exactly. Is that all you got, John? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for the call. Okay, thanks, thanks John. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, there's another uh, text that came in. It says, I'm a 58-year-old male with my wife, and my wife and I are looking to move to Tennessee in two years. When we retire, we both have had enough. Chris, somebody else must know me because they spelled my name, Russ. says, thank you, Russ, with one S. So somebody, they, they must know me. So well, thank you for thanking me. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. See, people, sometimes you have to explain it to them. Say you're living in Cheektowag and you're paying uh, six, $7,000 a year in taxes, and you're like, okay. Go to Tennessee. Yeah. Take five acres, put a pond on it, yep. a great school system, okay, beautiful on the side of a hill, so you got a great view, and you'll be paying less than $800 a year for everything. 800 bucks a year for everything. That's what, that's what uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Art Halt pays. Well, I know somebody that moved to Florida, sold their place up here, moved to Florida, bought a place down there, and what they're saving in New York alone, just what, what they're saving is paying for their place in Florida. Yeah. That, that, but we don't, that we don't understand you? it here because we get into our bubble. We don't travel around. We don't check out those I've things. I've lived but, in five states. You know, so when your state, when your taxes go up, you just, you just pay them and you say, you know what? You know, you just, you find out a way to do it and, uh, you don't realize that the rest of the country, there's so many places that, uh. Yeah, my brother bought a place down in, down in Virginia and then we'll go, go to the break. We're down mm-hmm. in Virginia, validated $350,000. His taxes were a thousand twenty six a year. Can you imagine that? Yeah. They don't, they don't escrow down there. <laughs> no, no. All right. We got to go to the news break, and we'll be right back after that, folks. Thank you. Harmony between Carl and Dave. <laughs> Where uh, else can you hear it? Come I got on. a voice for... <laughs> Carl Palladino, yeah. Dave DiPietro, singing in the background. Background vocals. Uh, but we're back, folks. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. We, yeah. As you can tell, we have a lot of fun. We hit a lot of stuff. Um, I just want to do a, a yell out to Kel- Kevin O'Connell. Yes. Here's yeah. a guy that's done so much for our community. Uh, he volunteers. He doesn't even get paid for doing a lot of these MCs or these not-for-profit functions. And and now his his uh, radio station, uh, Channel 2, WGR, is has suspended him, saying that uh, he thinks that his ex- expert testimony that he's been doing for years uh, goes against the company's policy, which is, I think, a lot of nonsense and... and uh, 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 you know, three cheers for Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, I agree. Kevin's a, nice. Kevin's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He really is a great guy. But um, welcome back. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, David DiPietro, filling out financial guys, 633-1515 to give them a call on financials. Don't ask me. I can't help you. But yeah. my wife just texted me, and it's something that is really uh, a lot of people are sharing a lot all over. I don't even know if you've heard about it. It's called the walkaway movement. 
it's registered and, and dedicated Democrats that are walking away from the Democrat Party, and they're posting videos on YouTube. It's called Walk Away, and uh, I'll send you some stuff on it. It's it's fantastic. Jewel just said, uh, she goes, you might want to mention Turning Point USA, which is with Candace Owen, who's unbelievable. Candace Owens is great. And Charlie Kirk, they're making major headway getting the black community to begin understanding really uh, how damaging the Democrat Party has been. They're encouraging people to get off the Democrat plantation, like them and like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. It's hashtag walk away. Mm-hmm. It's just some incredible stuff. And Candace Owens, unbelievable. And the more and more you see, the more and more stuff that's 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 coming out, more people are realizing that the left has gone off the cliff. They've got, but in New York, they haven't. In, on, on the national level, which is affecting us with with the presidential, mm-hmm. I think twen- I think uh, Trump is going to win hands down tw- in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, un- unless something devastating happens that I don't know about, but the guy's in good shape. He colluded with Russia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he gets man. You know, and, and, and poor Caputo and and, uh, and and Stone and Manafort getting dragged into this thing. Yeah. Just, I just heard about this Manafort. He they got this guy at twenty three out of twenty four hours. He's in uh, solitary, uh, solitary confinement. confinement. Yeah, this is this is. So, I mean, the guy's had absolutely no due process yet. No, you know they wanted to charge him with violating uh, uh, his bail, but nobody's put any charges. I mean, he he hasn't been convicted of anything. Yeah, what are they punishing is, this man for? This is your government. And he's not a he's not a risk flight threat. Oh my God! You know, if you let him out, I mean, and then this is see how how counterproductive in New York State they want to have no bail, no bail for any of these things. They don't want to have bail if it's a nonviolent crime. They want no bail. So any you know, if you sell drugs, you get out. There's no bail because it's it's obviously they say oh, just get out. Well, like it's not bad enough as it is. Right, but here they can't put Manafort in. They can't just leave him out on his own recognizance. You know, like, boy, like the guy's gonna. It's, it's well, just. It's, a, are, it's so hypocritical. That's what it is. We are upside down. They just sit there, and it's it's just blithering hypocrisy. We are, we are absolutely upside down. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> I was just gonna go to Rayman. He he just dropped us a comment about uh, people leaving Rayman. If you want to call back, I'll put you right up on the on the line. Mm-hmm. But um, where do you want to go? Besides out in the the air conditioned weather. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful out. This, those are the days you dream of right here. Oh, yeah. We've had hot but beautiful weather. We really have. Um, 90, ooh, 92, 93. My sister posted a picture on Facebook last night. On her. She's out in uh, Orange Orange County, California. 112 degrees at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Okay, you can have that. You can have it. But this... Uh, you guys, I can't believe you guys are, are, are stumbling. Oh, I'm not. I can go on. Okay. There's a lot of states. Where do you want to go? We talk about uh, some of these other states. Yeah. You, know, you haven't given us an update on what's going on with you. Well, I just, you know, it's just I never ending. track of Duke every day. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's 13 now, right? You know, I think, I think uh, locally we uh, it's time for some major change in politics uh, that, yeah. that the you know, some of these guys have been hanging around for years and years and years. Have have to go on. They got to move on. And uh, the, the community gets a little bit complacent, and because uh, they're sick and tired of hearing nonsense, I think. And and uh, you know, we just become very accepting of of the way things are. Uh, some people want to say, "Oh, Buffalo's a boom city." You know, it's booming right now. Oh, uh, 
usually we're trug- chugging along the bottom of the pond and we got a little bump. Okay? Yeah. So we're 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 afloat a little bit. Okay. Right. I agree. But we're no no we're not we're not near the visions that could be for us because we don't want to take on very basic principled things that that might and you know I look at the Buffalo News every day five to six articles reprinted from the New York Times and right. the Washington Post and they're all negative about Trump every every one of them is negative okay but that's what Mike Connolly uh, likes to do I sat at lunch with the guy he smiled at me for an hour didn't say a word okay totally useless human being and I and and they bring him in from out of town and this is the guy that's making decisions on um, what gets printed in that newspaper? I think I think it's it's time. You know, I I've, I've been sending stuff up to the Niagara Falls Gazette and complaining about uh, this, that, and the other issue up there. Uh, but you know, we don't have a second vent uh, other than something like this. Okay, right. in Buffalo, there's uh, they they print what they want to print, and and uh, you know they have a bunch of juvenile delinquents running around who who don't really have any respect for the the heritage or the possibilities of the community if they had much better leadership. I agree. And and changing leadership, whether it be public sector or private sector, is something that, you know, it's not easily done. Uh, You've got to get people, you've got to encourage people to come out and participate and get involved and say something. People that can talk normally, but they're so, they're so antagonized and so, so upset by the activists lefties okay they don't want to be part of that debate okay because there's no logic to those debates they argue they they argue nonsense and they just i mean they hate trump just for hating trump they can't really point at a thing the guy does wrong i mean i we've watched him now on how many occasions first first is the chinese leader ping okay and he brings him in and he says, hey, look at this guy. What a great guy this guy is, okay? He leads the second largest economy in the world, the largest country by a number of people. I mean, look at this guy. What a nice man. And he keeps hugging him and bringing him in closer and closer and closer, okay? And then, boom, he hits him in the head, Yeah. all right? And, boom, he hits him in the head again. He hits him in the head, tells him, I want you to go get Ung, okay, and straighten this guy's tail out with me. Yeah. You know, and, then, and then now he's doing the trade barriers, okay? He's, it's his style. He goes out and gets Macron. Oh, look at this little guy. What a nice guy, okay? Isn't he? A, he's a treat. He's a nice Frenchman. And he just got elected by his people. And we're really happy for him. And then, boom, he hits him in the head. And yeah. he, boom, he hits him in the head again with the trade. People, go, people don't <laughs> right? understand his tactics. I, I mean, do what I he love. He is so Absolutely good. He it. is so good at this. Merkel wishes she'd never have to encounter him again. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, true. It, his so style, true. his style is different. He doesn't kiss anybody's rear end. He's totally unpredictable, okay? You don't know where he's going to come out next. He's going to pop his head out someplace. And he has direct communication with the people through his Twitter. Yeah. And that is so awesome. What this man has brought to right. po- to politics and and in America is going to be around for a long time. I had he, to shut off yeah. his Twitter alerts because I was getting notifications when he was sending out a tweet. And it's like my phone was going ding. <laughs> Ding. Yeah, but the guy has Ding. 20, three times, o'clock in the morning 20 times more followers than CNN. It's what? <laughs> he has 20 times more followers on his Twitter than CNN has Does he really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, so if they have people say, oh, he shouldn't tweet. Well, really? He gets his message out to, to I he love is, it. I, you know, he doesn't need to go on TV. His style is so good. You know, I mean, and he'll, he'll, he'll just point at them. And I notice when, he, when he's given speeches, 
they don't have multiple cameras. They keep the camera right on him. So Dead he on calls him. out somebody in the audience. They don't want to show you the audience. No. Okay? No. They don't want to show anybody in the audience. And every okay? single time he calls out the cameras, here, scan the crowd. It won't, show it, and they it. won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. They exactly. will not do yeah. it. Yeah. I still... Apparently, he gave a phenomenal speech for his July on July Fourth Independence Day. I've got the link to it because I get there. Montana speech news. the other day was great. I mean, he just he, uh, unless you search for it on the internet, you won't see it. Right, you won't see it. I watched some of his rally uh, got, last week. Something it shows you because you don't to see show it you how controlled the media has been. Oh yeah, okay, uh, historically, and how difficult it is to fight them. I yeah. mean, here's a guy, the most powerful man in the world, and he he has a difficult time fighting them every day. Yep, it's just, it, it, you know, how how that establishment is so ingrained in our society. That swamp, that Washington swamp, getting rid of it is is no easy chore. And oh he's he's no. making a lot of progress. He he's making huge progress. Yeah. If you if if people could ever really know the progress that he's actually yeah. having. And now with the EPA, they they forced Pruitt to res, to resign from the EPA. There's still so many things going on with the EPA that have got to be corrected from left over from Obama. One of the big things I was talking to somebody the other day, he said, "Okay, how did Obama affect your business?" Well, here's one, and it's still affecting my business. Number one was the uh, the EPA regulations on the new on the diesel engines, which I told you about. It's called a uh, uh, tier four, where now the the little teen the I can't call them little teeny, the small diesel engines that I was buying to put on my mixers, 18 to a 20, 27 horsepower, you can no longer get them. Why? Because everything that's put out there now has got to meet the EPA stringent standards, which no other country in the entire world does. So in order for me to get a replacement, it's a completely different horsepower, completely different output with the RPMs, and now they're all water-cooled, which then instantly put the price up a minimum of $3,000. So my prices for the went from $5,000 to $8,000 for a pony motor. Then you've got to add a radiator, a cooling system, a complete different... You look at it, $10,000. Well, and that one thing you, alone... You, you look at the climate accords, okay, the Paris climate accords. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and when Obama was selling that, okay, he was talking about America participating in a world effort, okay, to change, to change our emissions policies, okay, yep. in a world effort. And it wasn't until now Trump comes along. He says, I'm not agreeing to any of that stuff, okay, we're going to withdraw from the climate accords. Then he gives an explanation of why. Yeah, it's because we were the only one participating. Exactly, China and yeah. India, the worst polluters in in the world. Okay, had no obligation whatsoever to to participate in the climate accords. Why should we? Exactly, China. China. If you take our biggest coal producer in Virginia, yeah, one we of didn't know plants, that. Yeah. And and you take the biggest coal producer, and we have all those stringent barriers on it on yep. how on the emissions, right? Yep. China is building, I think, next in the next year to five. That are bigger than our biggest, yeah. with with no standards on emissions, exactly. very little standards on their emissions. Okay? Exactly. So, and and do you, there, do you see anybody down. going over there and telling them to shut down their coal production? And we're shutting down American resources. Uh, yeah. You know, and the other thing that that really has is has affected me, and it's gonna it's going no bit but worse unless the EPA does something about it. Castings. Okay, what is a casting? When you look at gears, okay, in a transmission. Or what I have to use, which is a hydraulic motor, 
or a gearbox, which is a gear reduction that, that dry, operates my mixers. All those gears are not individually machined pieces, okay? They would be outrageously expensive, so they cast them. They have a cast, they pour steel into this cast, and when it cools down, they take it open, and then they finally tune it on each on each piece. That way you can you can put them out there. There's hardly, I don't think there's any castings going on within the continental United States anymore. So now we're completely dependent upon getting in things from overseas, which is China. China is the hugest, is, is the largest exporter of castings. Mm-hmm. All right, so now, what, instead of me getting... Why, why did the uh, Americans stop castings? Why did they stop coal? I mean, why did they stop any yeah, what, of what, what they are stopping? What was environmentally air, wrong with casting? Air pollution control standards are so stringent that basically cut down all of our our clean our clean coal fuel generating, like the Huntley Station over on River Road, which is closed down completely now. All the stuff that they forced them to do, the EPA forced them to do, they did, and they still shut them down. Mm-hmm. What's what Hillary Clinton said, and Barack Obama came right out and said, we're going to shut down the coal industry. But we're going to turn you into a technology area, which never created any jobs, but yet cost the, cost the American taxpayers millions of dollars. But castings now all being done over in China, so I can't sell American gearboxes anymore. They're all Chinese gearboxes, which I was completely, absolutely trying to avoid. So that's how Obama has affected my business. But anyway, let's look at I just saw John in Rochester called in. John is a uh, regular caller. How you doing, John? What's happening today? Hey, Russ. Dave, Dave and Kyle. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. You know, you were talking about uh, China. I know a guy in Rochester who uh, built a plant in China, manufacturing plant. And uh, his general manager there, who was Chinese, uh, was taking uh, pilfering money from him and to the tune of millions of dollars. He brought a case against this general manager and... Uh, Took it. He got evidence from an international um, company who investigates these types of things. Brought evidence to the Chinese government in that province, and they laughed him out of the place. They said, "Are you kidding me? We're not going to. We're not going to go after a Chinese citizen against an American company. Are you kidding? It's unbelievable." Yeah, what's it's it's incredible what's going on out there, and everybody is just going berserk about what what Trump is doing, and, and which I think he's forcing China into a corner. Which is phenomenal to me. Now you got everybody talking about all these tariffs and everything that's coming down. It's the way he's negotiating with everybody. The intellectual property and the loss of intellectual property in this country because of China mm-hmm. is unbelievable. My website. You're right there. Yeah, my website. I have little information on my website. Why? Well, people, well, I need more details. There's not enough details on your website. Well, I don't put details on my website because China is in my website every single day. They're trying to get the measurements of everything that I'm actually building so they can start producing them. So that's theft of intellectual property. We have a huge problem with that. Trump is actually trying to do something about it. So I just wish people would just sit back, watch what's going on, and, and, and... kind of watches magic because in so many ways what he's doing is magical i'll tell you uh, donald trump man i i don't know where he get his strengths from this, this he's yeah a, i know this he's a superman to take the pressure he's taking 
Uh, the only thing I'm concerned about, he might have a heart attack or a stroke. That would be. I know. That that kind of scares me. When you guys were talking about the EPA and the environmentalists, and that, yeah, I brought it up. Yeah. I just I just saw uh, uh, I listened to a, a piece on NPR, and uh, they actually did a piece where a there was a study done, and they they uh, put green plant life in different scenarios of CO2 levels, and they found the green plant life thrived much more with higher CO2 levels because that's what their food is. They they survive on CO2 to produce oxygen as a byproduct. So this this BS about CO2 being uh, harmful to the environment is bull. Yeah, exactly right. I was trying to talk to somebody the other day that believes this global warming stuff. If we didn't have what's in the in the air we would not have these trees that pump out oxygen so what are they trying to do are they actually trying to take away the co2 smother they want to smother us is that the is that the idea is that just the concept get, behind this they should get everybody to go plant trees for they talk things. about the uh... <laughs> solve the problem <laughs> jupiter found that been higher temperatures Due to the sun. Guess what, folks? It's the sun. It's been going on since the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. John, you know that as well as I do. It's unbelievable. Arguing, trying to talk and argue with these people is just like talking. You're better off talking to a wall. And we're the deniers. That's that's the ironic yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, John, it was good thanks. to hear from you. Thanks for calling. Thanks, John. <laughs> I, I, I love when John calls in. He's a... He's a he says I met him. I still don't remember meeting him. But anyway. Welcome back, we folks. We tried, and we, we tried. tried. We can't get no... See what I mean? <laughs> Where else do you get radio like this? <laughs> Carl Palladino singing. Yeah. Backup vocals for the Rolling Stones. I never knew. I never knew. We have one call on the line. It's uh, Darcy uh. from Youngstown. She's talking about a, a Women for Trump t-shirt. Do you have them, Darcy? I ordered mine. Oh, good. A few days ago, and I'm awaiting it i i'm not um i think that women for trump are really invisible because yeah. all of my girlfriends i'm 54 um either side of the age wise love him but you'll but nobody will ever know it because you know we won't put the bumper stickers on our car because we don't want it keyed and i think that the the t-shirt's a great idea because hopefully that would maybe cause a little engagement with people um yeah actually it was actually a lady i saw in in the drugstore and she had a trump uh, t-shirt on i'm like oh, how much crap are you catching for wearing that she goes nobody has said a word yeah she said you know we can remain nice and everybody you know can have their own opinion and i thought darn it you're right and i went home and i ordered a t-shirt good for you i have got a lot of trump t-shirts I don't have a I don't have a hat because I really don't wear hats. I got a bumper stickers still on my truck. I've never heard of I've never gotten a problem. No, I mean I got I got a t shirt that says God, guns and Trump on it, which I brought one in for Carl. 
I wear that everywhere. I do get weird looks sometimes for people, but a lot of most of the people give me thumbs up. It's like, well, that's not why they're getting given your weird looks. Well, I mean, I get weird looks anyway. <laughs> you know, I've admitted to myself the fact is, you either you either love me or hate me. All right, there's really no middle ground, and I got no problem with that. I really don't have a. Like, what's the old saying goes? I'm not in this world to meet your expectations. You're not in this world to meet mine. I mean, we come together, great. It's good. Darcy, uh, uh, put that bumper sticker on your car and stop worrying about that stuff. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. But um, Don't be afraid. You, you guys have been... Um, Nothing to fear but fear itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that from the President of the United States. Yeah. I got bumper stickers all over my car, but it's got 308,000 miles on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> mine are on my window. I don't stick up. Mine are on my back window. I got my pickup truck. They're on the back window on my pickup truck. I want to start making silhouettes, steel silhouettes of guns, so you can have your shotgun rack on the on the back of your on your pickup truck again. And I've picked out a couple of different weapons that I want to make steel silhouettes of. And uh, I got to get them programmed into a plasma. I've got a bunch of bunch of people that are already That's requesting. Why people New York State will make huh? those illegal, Russ. <laughs> What? That's why people look at you awkwardly. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> those will be out. Those will be illegal in New York State in thirty days. What silhouettes? <laughs> yeah, probably because Cuomo will find out I'm actually doing them and they'll make them illegal. But the the request, I just put the idea out, and I got a ton of people. I want one. I want one. I want. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is start manufacturing, bake on the black paint, mm-hmm. and and start selling them. And people can. I'll even put the. The little struts on them where you could actually put them on your back window. So it looks like a shotgun rack. You know, it's all, uh, all you got to do is just come up with the idea, put it down, and make it into a DWG file and cut it out on the plasma cutter. You're going to, yep, and get your sales in earlier, Russ, because it'll be outlawed about 30 days after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll get, we'll, we'll try to get it grandfathered in yeah. somehow, some way. Uh, Carl, you look like you wanted to say something. Go right ahead. I just want to do a shout out to all our elected officials and tell them to try to get something done tomorrow. You know, just come out and talk and say something. Say what you're about and what you're going to try to do, and then actually make an effort to do it. What's tomorrow? Anything special? Just another day. Just another yeah. day. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. And actually, say something that you mean. Say something <laughs> that you mean. You're going to follow yeah. through with. All right, I want to I want to thank the uh, thank you financial guys for having us in, and uh, I really appreciate it. It gives us an opportunity to vent, and um, I don't know if we got time. It's two fifty eight, two fifty. We got a minute left, Ed. I'm not going to be able to get to you. It's uh, we got less less than a minute left, so we basically go got ahead, it. real quick. Go Any, go, go. You want me to go to him real yeah. quick? Ed, go ahead. Make a quick. Make a quick, Ed. I just wanted to say I wore one of my many Trump shirts into VJs today on transit, and the guy on the way out said to me, "He says, boy, that Trump's going to offend some. Uh, that shirt's going to offend some people." He said, "It doesn't bother me, but it's going to." And I said, "Hey, I had to put up with Obama T-shirts for eight years." Yeah, there it is. <laughs> exactly, there it is. Yeah, I mean, there come on. Go. If we could, if we could put up with your side, you got to be able to put up. with Yeah, ours. but we didn't protest and, and burn buildings and do all those things that are happening now. Okay. We yeah. dealt with it. We went to work every day. Maybe that's the big key. We went to work. We went to and work. lived our lives, and uh, and we dealt Thanks, with it. Thanks, So I know. You know, we do we do the best we can. But if you want to put bumper stickers on your car, do right it. Thing. No, I agree with you. Never okay. fear of doing the right thing. So Thanks, thank you Russ. to the financial guys. 
Uh, don't forget them. Give them a call, 633-1515. I want to thank WBEN News Talk 930 for having us in. Thank you, Tim Wenger. And we'll see you next time around, folks. Bye.